listening to Everyday Engineering, the City of Madison's engineering podcast where we talk about infrastructure, complex topics explained simply, from the water that flows down your drain to the rain and snow that drains into the lakes, by way the curbs and streets we design. City Engineering touches your life in so many ways, explained right now in Everyday Engineering. The first thing that comes to mind when you hear engineering is probably building, designing, or construction, which is all correct. That's what we do here in Madison as your engineering division. We build the city. But designing isn't just about materials. It's about how people will use the space and how the use of space will contribute to the overall quality of experience in the building, whether it be an employee or the public. Today, we're talking about lactation rooms and how here at the city, we incorporate them into our designs and how the county is working to make them more accessible for new mothers. My name is Hannah Molinitsky, City of Madison Engineering Division Public Information Officer. Today, I'm joined by Engineering's Project Manager, Janine Zwart, and from Public Health Madison and Dane County, Public Health Specialist, Rebecca LeBeau. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so for anyone not familiar, I guess, with what your role is, Tell us what you do day to day so we can kind of get a feel of who you are. So our section um, in engineering works on uh, lots of city built, city owned buildings, um, remodeling projects, um, new construction. Um, and one of the things we do is make sure that lactation rooms are included in our new projects. Yeah, and in public health, we really work to create conditions that make healthier environments for people. And so when we're thinking about lactation, our team on the Breastfeeding Community Collaborations team works to create lactation spaces in the community that are open to the public. And we also work with community partners to make breastfeeding more accessible for everyone in Madison and Dane County. For anyone who's not familiar, what is a lactation room? Can you kind of explain that? Yeah, a lactation room is a space where someone can... um, privately pump breast milk or breastfeed, maybe calm their child. Um, And so that's a space where hopefully you have a door you can lock or some other privacy. You have access to electricity. It's not in a bathroom because we really look at breast milk as food, and that's not something you want to be preparing in a space where people are using the restroom. And so um, those general things, and then they can look very different depending on the space. Why are these spaces needed? And Why, more importantly, do these rooms need to be a priority? I think it's important for members of the public or nursing moms coming back to work to have a place to pump, um, a a private place to pump, or individuals out in the public to be able to access a space to do that. State and local laws um, require that individuals not be disturbed or um, asked to move to another place, but maybe somebody's not very comfortable in public and it would be best to be in more of a private space or location. Sure. Rebecca? Yeah. From a public health perspective, breastfeeding is a really healthy option for moms and babies. It keeps both healthy. And so um, when we're looking at public health data, we see that people start breastfeeding. And then when they're coming back to work, a lot of that drops off because people don't have access to space or people aren't able to um, take the time during the workday to find um, time to pump. And so really essential to have that support within the community so that people in all sorts of jobs, you know, thinking about about anywhere from a restaurant worker to someone working in a high-rise office can really have that space and time to be able to pump and meet their lactation goals. It doesn't matter what you do or right. how you spend your day, but if you can't find a space to be private and to get that done and, um, and, and then the benefits, of course, 
I can't imagine, you know, right. not being able to, first of all, not being able to find one and be, if there is one. Um, so it definitely impacts your whole planning for your day. And it can impact your health just short term, engorgement or um, having clogged ducts. That's a painful experience to have. And so making sure people can just take care of themselves throughout the day. Yes. Uh, can you both kind of share your experience with this topic? Um, maybe in the last few years or however long you have been here at the city or county, um, when it comes to making these spaces more accessible? So um, we actually, our first lactation room was done in the Sequoia Branch Library. It was back in 2008. So that was before there was any APM in place. Or And for anybody listening, what is an APM? Um, an APM is a Administrative Procedure Memorandum, kind of a long word there. Wow. Um, but it, it kind of lists the things that are required or what's what's stated in the city ordinances or kind of lay the guidelines for it. So. Sure, sure. So, okay, so 2008, that was probably one of the first ones. Yep, yep. And then where, how far have we come since then? Well, what? since then, um, August of 2017, the Women's Issues Committee reached out um, to facilities, we kind of helped them get a list together of what facilities we knew existed, um, what ones were coming up in the future, and I kind of helped put that list together for them. And then I think it was uh, last year that Mayor Soglin um, got the APM out. So, you know, it, it's it's something that you know when we were talking prior to this episode, Janine, because I wanted to know a little bit more, you know, the history and kind of. You know, what are some of the things that we've developed within engineering for this topic? And it's part of our grind. It's part of what we do when we have, like, through our facilities section, right? Because yep. that's, that's just something that we include always now. Right, right. Can you kind of shed some light on that and why that's important, I guess, from a designing perspective and really the fabric of engineering? Sure. We, we think it's important um, for both public and for the employees to have a place that they can go. And so in large projects, uh, the APM requires that we have a lactation room added in those large projects. But even in a smaller project where maybe a, a budget doesn't really allow for that, we make sure that we put in a room that could be shared, um, like a small conference room, but also maybe put a sink in there so that that room can kind of double up and, and be used that way. Rebecca, can you share a little bit of your experience in making these spaces more accessible? Yeah. So at Public Health for the past couple of years, we've been working and creating a, a micro grant for local businesses and nonprofits and community centers to help create lactation spaces. And so that might look like creating a taking a storage area and converting that into a lactation space or a conference room or whatever space people have and helping them provide the supplies for that and um, just kind of educating people about that and also letting people know, you know, you can breastfeed in public and that's something that's legal and protected by the law. And so um, promoting that and um, we have this map that we've been updating with lactation spaces we found out about and um, I just checked and we have 96 locations around all of Dane County and so 96 yeah if you're listening to this there is probably one near you yes <laughs> yes 96 locations where is that map yeah, um, it's on our public health website. There's a breastfeeding page, and you can find the site, uh, the map embedded there. Sure. Yeah. We'll post it also on our yeah. Facebook and Twitter. Also, what sort of buildings are these rooms located in right now? You know, 96 locations. It's got to vary, right? It's not all the same kind of building. Can you kind of share a little bit about that? Sure. There's some in public libraries, neighborhood centers, some police and fire stations. 
um, city and county offices, like the city county building and the Madison Municipal Building, have both um, private and public lactation rooms. That's awesome. Yeah. So all sorts of different kind of buildings. What other resources do we have to put toward lactation rooms? I guess, Rebecca, can you share a little bit about what the county is doing? Yeah. Um, so the county for a while has been really supportive of creating lactation spaces in county-owned buildings. I think since about 2014, they've been working on that. And just recently, the county board and their budgeting process passed some money toward creating lactation spaces in buildings that need a little more creative solutions. So buying some Mamava lactation pods to put in different buildings around the county. And so that's a really exciting thing that we're looking forward to in 2020 and creating more spaces for employees throughout Dane County. And we know that the city, especially here in engineering, like we were just talking, Janine, that we make it part of our grind. It's something that we work toward every design that we do. Um, the Mamava, Mamava, Mamava yeah. pods. What are those? I've seen them online. I saw because I was clicking around doing my research a little bit. But man, those sound pretty cool. They're really futuristic. Yes, um, I exactly. think most people have seen them in airports when they're traveling. Um, but they're mobile lactation units. Um, mobile in the sense that you could you could move them if you really wanted to to a different spot. Um, but they're not like. No, you're not moving it to wherever you want them to be. Right. Just, there's something that you... Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Especially for places like, you know, we have a building, um, the building I work out of, the atrium um, on South Park Street. It's pretty open, and there aren't a lot of extra small rooms to convert. And so it creates an extra room for someone providing all those things, providing electricity um, for electric pumps, providing some privacy, enough room for someone to be able to bring their baby in um, near a sink so that someone can go wash their pump parts after. And so they're really a great option for spaces that just don't have an extra room to devote to lactation. What do they look like? If we, if I'm listening to this, this episode right now, and I'm thinking, I want to go to use one of those Mamava pods. Do you know how many we have currently, and how can I find one? <laughs> yeah, we know of four. So Public Health has two, both at their East Wash location, which is um, right near Hawthorne Library, and then um, South Park Street. And then there's also one at the Field House at Camp Randall. So if you're ever at a football game, you can go check it out. Um, That's great. Yeah, and there's one on campus, too, at um, a dining hall. And so um, you walk up to them. They're kind of this, like, white, futuristic, curved room, and you're like, what is this? What is going to happen? And you walk in, and the lights turn on, and it's beautiful and bright and clean and um, really spacious on the inside. You can fit, like, four people in there. It's just a really great welcoming space. And the thing I love about our South Park Street um, one is that we have some notes up from people who have used it, um, encouraging other moms who are using that space. And so I think a really, really encouraging space to be in. If somebody is listening to this from another municipality or another county or another state for that matter, um, can you kind of just explain why this is important for us and why maybe other municipalities or counties should consider this sort of approach? Um, it's a very proactive approach. It's it's a necessary approach from our perspective. But I guess, you know, if I'm listening to this and I live in a state or a county or a municipality that hasn't gotten qu quite that far yet when it comes to supporting lactation rooms and new mothers, can you kind of um, explain why maybe they should be listening to this? or even move forward and try to push that extra to get an APM passed or um, approved. Yeah, when I encounter people and they hear that I work in breastfeeding, they often assume that's an issue that really only affects a small portion of the population. But as I've worked in this field, 
I've realized it affects a lot of people. It affects more than just moms. It affects, you know, their partners. It affects their babies. It affects the people around them and the people they work with. And so um, when you're thinking about the health of a community, it's a great way to really add a positive support. Yeah. For for new mothers and communities and families right. and, and the public as a whole. So, yes, if that's what you're trying to accomplish in your municipality or your county or your state, that's something you should definitely consider. From a designing and facilities and engineering standpoint, um, you know, maybe other divisions in the state or other divisions anywhere else may not be quite this far. Janine, can you say a couple of words just on um, why they should probably consider this? I think it's really important to both be able to support the public and to support your employees. And, um, you know, if you're a bus driver, you're a firefighter, you're out and about in the field, you might need a place to go. And and, uh, having that in one of our facilities, whether it's a you know, the streets department or public library or one of the police stations that you can stop at. I think that's really important. Uh, last question. Why is this something that not everybody is? It's not always a priority for um, other municipalities or, you know, for whatever reasons, budgetary reasons, for any other reason that they might have. I guess why is this important to make sure that we are getting to this point where it's something that could be a norm? Or should be. I think it's just folks not thinking about what's really needed, and, and uh, you know, un- unless you've been in that position, you just don't really think about it. So, being a new mom, you want to be able to continue to breastfeed as long as you can, and people just don't think about that space being out in the public. Yeah, I mean, concerns I've heard as we've outreached to different locations about lactation rooms is that they're afraid it's going to cost a lot of money or that it's going to be really hard to implement. But what I hear from people who have actually been able to implement lactation rooms and provide time and space for people to pump is that it's not that hard. And the reward and the benefit to both employers and employees and the public is much greater than any upfront cost or time that it takes to enact it. And so I think, you know, it's natural to have those kind of fears or worries about that, but just know that, like, this is something that really benefits everyone in the end. And so we're constantly just trying to let people know about that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for both being here. Uh, Again, that map, where can we find that map? Yeah, we have a link shortener, so it's bit.ly slash lactation space, or go on the public health website um, breastfeeding page, and you should find it. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect resources for you if you're listening. If you know someone who could benefit from those lactation rooms, no matter if you're in the city of Madison or in the county as a whole. Uh, Again, thank you both for being here. Thank you. Important topic that we should be covering and talking and keeping the conversation going about. Uh, Again, if you have a question about anything that we talked about here or have a suggestion, a topic you want us to cover in the future, uh, just click over to our City of Madison Engineering Facebook page because we're trying to bring some more purpose than the obvious with infrastructure because we're here for you as a resource every day in engineering.